Trapcast Express. Trapcast Express, it's Monday, January 15th, 2018. Hey, great news, everyone. We can all breathe easier now. Pope Francis has assured the world that fear of migrants is not a sin. What is a sin, however, is acting on that fear. Teaching the multitudes in a sermon yesterday on Sunday, the Jesuit apostate said this, quote, Having doubts and fears is not a sin. The sin is to allow these fears to determine our responses, to limit our choices, to compromise respect and generosity, to feed hostility and rejection. The sin is to refuse to encounter the other, the different, the neighbor, when this is in fact a privileged opportunity to encounter the Lord." In other words, folks, open your doors, throw away the keys, and hug everyone you come across because that other is God. Kind of, sort of. And if you don't do that, if you refuse to be an encounterer, well, then there is hell to pay because that is a sin. Now, wait a minute. What about Amoris Laetitia? Can't we apply some discernment here? I mean, come on. I think we've got a very irregular situation here, okay? We have factors here that are clearly limiting the ability to make decisions about this. Well, maybe encountering every stranger is some very lofty ideal, but then that's just for the heroic, right? Besides, how do I know that every stranger knocking on my door is a poor quasi-savior refugee fleeing war and hunger? What if he's just an economic migrant who's looking to rape my daughter? I mean, we're going to need a discernment process here, okay? And decide on a case-by-case basis. At least that's what the concrete complexity of my limits is telling me. Actually, a really nice, sobering reality check about Bergoglio's migrant worship comes today from William Kilpatrick, who writes the following at crisismagazine.com. Quote, It's easy enough to see the face of Jesus in the child who comes across the border in the arms of his mother, but how about the young man who enters with visions of jihad dancing in his head? Do you want to say to the man who has just been run over on London Bridge by a refugee jihadi that Jesus was driving the car? And while we're on the subject of London, do you want to tell the delivery man who has been the victim of an acid attack that he should strive to see the face of Jesus in the face of his assailant? According to The Sun, vast areas of East, North, and South London have been declared no-go zones by terrified delivery drivers because of the acid attack epidemic. Members of the House of Commons were recently told that London now has more acid attacks per head than any other city in the world. The question is, why aren't we being encouraged to see the face of Jesus in the acid-scarred face of the delivery man? Unlike many of the migrants, he truly is a victim. We know that the majority of the migrants are young men, and most of them are not fleeing war. In fact, 80% of migrants who claim to be fleeing the war in Syria are not really from Syria at all. Moreover, judging by the current crime wave in Europe, a significant number of these migrants are more victimizer than victim. 
Folks, what's happening here is that since Francis is getting rid of more and more real sins, such as adultery and fornication, that's just an irregular situation that has really great elements in it, and sodomy, who am I to judge? On the flip side, Francis has to introduce more and more fake sins, such as failure to recycle, converting others. Yes, that's actually a sin against ecumenism, if you recall. And now also the sin of refusing to encounter the other. Welcome to the Novus Ordo Vatican II religion. By the way, at the end of his sermon, Francis referred to the love of neighbor as, quote, the supreme commandment, unquote. Shrewd little devil he is. Well, actually, that goes back to Vatican II. In Gaudium et Space, number 24, the infernal Second Vatican Council declares, quote, love for God and neighbor is the first and greatest commandment, unquote. Really? Actually, no. Love of neighbor is not the greatest commandment. Love of God is, and love of neighbor is only second to that. Our Lord says in St. Matthew's Gospel, verses 37 through 39, quote, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with thy whole heart and with thy whole soul and with thy whole mind. This is the greatest and the first commandment. And the second is like to this, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself, unquote. Yeah, the Vatican II religion is not the Catholic religion. Now, certainly, the two commandments, love of God and love of neighbor, go hand in hand. We cannot love God without loving our neighbor. But that doesn't mean that the two commandments are equal. They're not. Love of God is first. Love of neighbor is second. In case you missed it, on Friday, January 13th, the news broke that Francis had bestowed upon Lillianne Plumen, a Dutch politician and influential abortion activist, an honorary medal making her a commander in the Pontifical Equestrian Order of St. Gregory the Great. As first reported by the Lepanto Institute, Plumen is the founder of a global NGO called She Decides, which has raised over $300 million for abortion organizations that have recently been defunded by U.S. President Donald Trump. Just before recording this podcast, Vaticanist Marco Tosati was able to get confirmation from the Vatican that yes, Francis had indeed initiated Plumen into the Order of St. Gregory the Great, and the witch is now running around claiming that this award is a confirmation of her baby-killing work. Speaking of witches, Francis is currently aboard his flight to Chile for his next pseudo-apostolic blather tour, and he was jokingly asked by a journalist on the plane to share with everyone what his doctor prescribes him that gives him so much energy to do all this tiring work because whatever it is he's taking, they want it too. And Francis' response was, quote, I do not go to the doctor, I go to the witch. Unquote. Boy, he's a funny guy, huh? Now, originally, I was going to end the podcast right here, but the Call Me Jorge blog just dug up a tidbit from years ago that is just too perfect here not to mention it. As first reported on Tradition and Action, since 2004, Jorge Bergoglio's doctor has been Liu Ming, 
a Chinese Taoist monk who practices Reiki. You couldn't make this up if your life depended on it. Tradcast Express is a production of Novos Ordo Watch. Check us out at tradcast.org, and if you like what we're doing, please consider making a tax-deductible contribution at novosordowatch.org slash donate.